Hello, my name is Wyatt Morris. My family and I have been going to Ogletown since 2008, and today I'll be reading Psalm 73, 18 through 20. Truly you set them in slippery place, places. You make them fall to rain. Now they are destroyed a moment, swept away utterly by terrors, like a dream when one awakes. O oh Lord, when you rouse yourself, you despise them as phantoms. Thank you, son, and thank you for tuning in to Listening Up, a podcast devotional of Ogletown Baptist Church. Today you're hearing from Chris Morris, one of the associate pastors. Listening Up is a way for us to stay connected over a few verses from God's Word, and today we continue our study of Psalm 73, looking at verses 18 to 20. Can you think of a moment where your perspective changed dramatically, where you had that aha moment? where you may have been looking at something all wrong. On a small scale, I often have this experience when working on a puzzle. And if nothing else, this whole experience has made puzzle masters out of several of you. Well, I can sit and work on a puzzle for a long time. I have found, though, that taking numerous breaks helps the mind and allows you to get the blood flowing and prevent you from stiffening up. But, but anyway, when I returned from my little break... I sit down at a different chair around the card table, and inevitably, I find several pieces that fit now that I see the puzzle from a different perspective. But something had to change for this to work out. I had to get up. I had to remove myself from only seeing my point of view. I feel like Asaph has that experience in this psalm. He starts out confessing that in his observation of the wicked, that it seems like life is easier. It's more fun and all around more desirable than living righteously. He goes on for verses about the things that wicked people enjoy and their tactics, though selfish and cruel, still produce a positive result for them. But then he hits that moment that altered his perspective. He says in verses 16 and 17, When I tried to figure it out, I was overwhelmed and I was getting nowhere until I entered the sanctuary of God. This is what Evan was talking about on Wednesday. Asaph changed seats at the puzzle table. What were high mountains and peaceful serenity now became slippery slopes and and doom in the pieces yet to be placed. Asaph's new perspective now includes these phrases. Surely you set them in slippery places. Earlier in the psalm, in verse 2, Asaph worried that his feet had almost slipped. Now with a perspective gained from the house of the Lord, he sees that the wicked are the ones in slippery places. Now he understood that the ease and security of the wicked was really only an illusion, and they were actually ready to fall at any time. His new perspective also sees, oh, how they are brought to desolation as in a moment. Again, earlier in the psalm, we had the feeling that Asaph would gladly trade places with the wicked man who seemed to be blessed. After gaining this eternal perspective, we see that Asaph would never trade places with them. I mean, who wants destruction, desolation, or terrors? In his daily life, he could only see what worked well for the wicked. But with an eternal perspective, he saw their pending destruction. His final pivot in perspective is found where truth meets reality, that one day the wicked, who have rejected God, his love, his guidance, will awaken to the fact that they were wrong, 
and that judgment has come for them. But truth meets reality in another way for Asaph. He says at the end of verse 20, so Lord, when you awake, and I want to be clear here, Asaph doesn't think God is asleep, even though in the midst of trials, it can sometimes feel this way, that God has stopped looking out for you to to catch a little nap or to attend to other matters. But Asaph is stating that when God in his perfect timing sees fit to take action, that he will do so. The truth that meant reality for Asaph was that God is just. When God is loving and forgiving, he has granted humanity numerous opportunities throughout every person's lifetime to repent and turn to him. But for those who reject him, an eternity of irreversible consequences awaits. So what does changing seats at the puzzle table look like for you? Perhaps it's seeing this virus from someone else's perspective. If you were the leader being called on to make a decision to wisely lead the masses, would you think any differently? Have you been mad at God for allowing this virus to alter your day-to-day routine, or have you stopped to consider what God might be trying to teach you in the midst of this, or how he might want to use you to reach other people? How does being in the presence, in the sanctuary of God, change you? Well, thanks for joining me today. I hope I can see you at church here in a few days. For those who still need to shelter in place, please know that you are not forgotten. You are prayed for and deeply loved. But for all of you, thanks for tuning in to Listening Up. Until next time, let's keep setting our minds on things above.